Hey everybody, welcome to What's Happening Live. Today, special guest Ginny Insulin is local celebrity, and as always, we got Mad Dog Maddie. Hey guys. So today we're going to be talking about anything and everything and absolutely nothing at all. So hope you guys enjoy the show, and I'll try not to say like 50 times. <laughs> we'll see. All right. So what's up, girls? Not much. It's uh, it's hot outside. It is freaking brutal. And mm-hmm. you know, and here's the thing: you go out there and you purposely is like get hot and ride a hundred miles and jog yeah, fifty other miles. Yeah, you ride a hundred miles. I don't like, run a hundred miles. Okay, but so, you 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 bike, just rode. Right? You yes. Just, yes. Okay. So how was that? On Saturday, I biked 100 miles, and it was the first time I rode all by myself. And so what, it was like 90-some degrees out there and, like, uh, what, 80% humidity? The heat index went up to 106, and it was pretty brutal, but it was really good training. So I was glad I was out there. And How do you survive something like that? That I, f- I feel like yeah. I would go through I feel, I feel so, like somebody should follow you with, this, like, CPR, who's, you know, <laughs> right? it's like some yeah. fluids, and liquid IV or something. Well, it's funny you mentioned I use liquid IV every day. I put that in my, I have like a little camelback that I wear okay. on my back while I'm riding. And then I also have a front bottle. And there's a couple places on the trail I know where to stop. Okay. Uh, thankfully, there's this place, Virgie's Stan. I got to find out Virgie's last name because she's amazing. She puts out every day coolers full of just drinks and snacks. For everybody or just? Anybody and everybody who's coming by on the trail. She has a little wow. donation box. And so this is kind of on the way to Mims, but that stand is a lifesaver. Um, you can get ice, you can get drinks. So I stopped by. I there just want to drive by there now. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. I'm halfway to driving somewhere, and I'm thinking, man, I need a snack. And here's here goes something. So that'd be funny. But yeah, I know every single gas station, every water source possible on that trail because with this heat and humidity, you have to you need it. Yeah. You have to stay hydrated. Yeah. I went and took three showers today. I mean, I was I was literally dying working today. I, I and then I had to crawl under a house and I didn't fit. So that was actually really funny. So so oh, no, one, let's hear it. No, so one of the houses that I'm working on, um, Spectrum came and the guy was too fat. He couldn't get under the house. And so they're like, Steve, you could fit under there. And I'm like looking at it. I'm thinking there's no way. You're like, um, yeah, yeah, he's I'm like, not sure about that. yeah, he's. I'm like, I'm looking under their house. I'm like, no way. And he's, and then so my worker, my employee, I'm like, hey, you go. And he's like, there's no way. I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm paying you. He didn't do it. So the homeowner was there. So I'm like, I'm the boss. I'll crawl under there. And so slithered down this little hole. I don't even know how the hell I got into it. crawling on my hands and knees. Got to the beam. I'm thinking, okay, I could slide under this. I literally got stuck. You got. I got stuck. I was like, I was like, my face is on the side. I'm like, literally like this. My chest cavity was too wide, and so I'm like sitting there thinking, okay. So I'm like, there was dirt. So I'm trying to dig dirt. You're trying to dig. I'm trying to. I'm I'm like. So I'm on my face. I'm on my face like this. My hands are like this, and I'm like, (laughs) you know. So uh, I got myself. So I backed. So I backed up out of there. I didn't make it all the way. Came out of there. The spectrum guys, did you get over there? I'm like, no, I didn't. So the homeowner, they actually changed where they're going to put the box. But mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that was brutal. I would think you'd be sweating enough that oh. you could just, like, slide through. Just <laughs> like, I was like, you know, yeah. it, it's one of those things. So I think I'm skinny in my head. 
And so when I'm looking, I'm thinking, I can fit through there. Apparently not. Apparently, and then you try and you Apparently get stuck I'm, and have to dig your way out. Yeah, it was it was, uh, but you know, it was it was funny. We all got a good laugh out of it, and then I I wanted to fire my employee because I'm like, dude, why didn't you go down there? You're skinny. You made me go down there uh, and get stuck. I would make Maddie go down there. Maddie worked for me. <laughs> you know what's under there? A lot of spiders. Probably. There was a, there was a lot of spiders. Yeah, there was see, no, cobwebs. There mm-hmm. was all that kind of stuff. But that doesn't bother me. But if you were out there riding 100 miles, you'd be able to fit under there. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you like, you're like you're like what? 110 pounds soaking uh, wet. Oh my god! And next time I'm going to call you, Jenny. I have a job for you. <laughs> Can you crawl under this Can house, please? The, yeah, it doesn't pay extra. But no, I, I walk outside and I'm like, I need a shower. It, you know, it's 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 Florida. I mean, you walk outside and check your mail, and you're already sweating. You go back in. So, um, so what's it like for you training in this though? Is it is the temperatures? Excuse me. Is the temperatures comparable to Hawaii with the humidity? I've heard that. I mean, I've never been to Hawaii, but in October, it can be just like how it is here, very hot and humid. So it's really perfect training to be here in Florida. A lot of coaches have told me the athletes in Florida and Texas usually do well in Hawaii. But for those that are in dry climates, they really struggle so I'm hoping that will help me when I'm racing out yeah, there. Well, I don't imagine. know. Those Kenyans, they run. Well, that's the best marathon in the New York. They, yeah, those Kenyans, they, like, they always win, you know, so. But, yeah. yeah, they're training in the heat. And, you know, I am starting to get used to it more. Back in May, I did a 50K at the Palm Bluff, and it was pretty warm that day. Ran 32 miles, and that kind of was the starting point of, like, getting used to the I'm heat. I'm sweating just even thinking about that right now. <laughs> I really am. And normally, so if the people you don't see this, normally there's a, there's a fan back here, and normally I have it on, but it picks up the noise in there because I'm sitting there dying. So so by the end of the podcast, he's I'm, just covered in I'm, sweat. I'm covered in sweat, yeah. <laughs> So. But lately what's been tough is the ocean's been so warm. It's yeah. about 84 degrees. So after you're swimming in there for a while, you feel like you're almost sweating in the, in the ocean. And then aren't the jellyfish out right now? No, knock on wood. You know, they're, they've been good lately. Um, oh, sorry to interrupt. Like, I saw oh. that you got stuck in a riptide the other yes, week. Yes, that was, that was pretty scary. What happened? I mean, about a few weeks ago, I was with my friend Mimi, and we were swimming about a mile and a half. And we were kind of towards the end of the swim. Mm-hmm. And the next thing we knew, we were getting pulled out. And because we were running, I mean, we were swimming parallel to the Sunglow Pier. And then the next thing we could see, the pier is like way <laughs> far away. Even and, before you knew it, huh? Yes. So when they say swim is like, you know, with it, mm-hmm. you know, but. Yeah, the good thing was we always swim with um, buoys. Yeah. And so we always have that and, and, you know, to rest on in case if we get tired. But it took us, I want to say, 35 minutes to go 500 yards. Like, oh, wow. It was so slow and frustrating. But we knew not to panic, and we just were going parallel to the shore, and then we went diagonal in. But, yeah, that swim was a lot longer than so we expected. So I'm guessing there's no lifeguards. Not at that time, because we usually meet at, like, 645. Uh, I was, like, picturing a lifeguard in slow motion running to you. I got you, the Baywatch sound going off. (laughs) The good (laughs) thing about swimming in that area, though, there's a lot of surfers and uh, paddleboarders, depending on the waves. And uh, last week was pretty rough, though, with the current. I don't know. Around the pier, there's some, like, circular currents. Oh, yeah, I believe it. And so we we just have to kind of stick together and keep each other. And sometimes we can get a group of maybe, like, six people yeah. or so and well don't drown before your big event no okay? i'm trying not to drown if you're gonna do it on, do it on the world <laughs> stage when in the hawaii thing when you guys are all swimming out there and everybody's kicking each other and biting each other trying to get that extra you know two feet in front of somebody else oh uh, yeah so for those people um who didn't get a chance to watch 
the first podcast that we did with you. Uh, do you want to kind of explain who you are and what you're about to do in just a couple months? Okay, yeah, it is in a couple months, but I'm going to be going to Kona, Hawaii for the World Championship Ironman. And this year, only the women will be participating there. I think right now there's about 1,500 women, but there's about 100 countries represented. Wait, wait, so the Ironman, only women are doing it? Well, they had to split it. It used to be all the men and women would race in one day. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. last year, they had it in two different days. And the locals didn't like that. Uh, the locals aren't really a big fan of the race itself. They're so, not a big fan of white people over in Hawaii. Well, I mean, there's that, but it, it, I think part is just how some of the athletes were treating the locals too. Like there was just yeah. the, I'm sure it's a disruption too. It was the tension, and so the mayor decided that it can only be one day. So the Ironman Corporation decided to have the men race in Nice, France this year, and the women in Hawaii. Oh wow! And then next year they're going to flip flop it. What the, do you think about that? Well, I feel bad for the couples that have been training together and they like to qual they wanted to qualify yeah. together and to be able to compete together. So yeah, it's sad. I know a lot of the guys are really upset because Nice France isn't Kona. No. It'd be like having the Boston Marathon in Texas or something. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. it's just it's tradition. It's been there since the seventies and or maybe at least in the early eighties. And so they're disheartened by it. Okay, so. who do I got to call? <laughs> Get the mayor on the line right now. But, you know, with Nice, France, with the guys, I mean, pretty much anybody who wants to, like, I don't want to say pay their way to go, a lot of guys who normally wouldn't qualify are being able to go. And even on the women's side, I've, I heard recently they sent out an email that, you know, for women who didn't qualify originally are getting a second chance. Oh, wow. Because, you know, the cost is a lot. Uh, that's why I've been working on business sponsorships. How, how's, so how has the sponsorships been going? How's, uh, how's, uh, it's going pretty good. I mean, I first got Alberto's Pizza, which um, they were really helpful. And then I had tra- uh, Tracy Story Photography. And okay. She did headshots, and some of my friends got some, you know, really I pretty headshots. I did see those on Facebook, yeah. And then right now, my friend Emily Bradford, she has Restore and Rejuvenate Massage. Okay. And let me tell you, I just got a massage by her last week. She's amazing. Like, she works really well with athletes, but almost, you know, really anyone, even for pregnant women. And um, so definitely check her out if you have any I issues. just got a massage this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was interesting. But yeah, uh, I didn't have you ever gotten one before? So, so about that. So when I was ironworking, somebody gave me um, a massage, you know, certificate. And so I'm thinking, okay, you know, so I go because ironworking get really sore. Your muscles get really tight. Yeah, no, You're I doing, believe it. Yeah, so um, I went to go see one. It was in Ormond. And they came out and I said, hey, I got this certificate. And so they asked us, like, well, do you want a man or a woman? And... I had I didn't even think of that. It's like going there. I'm just thinking of massage. Mm-hmm. So when they said that, it caught me off guard. I'm like, uh, a woman? I don't want a man rubbing me. <laughs> and uh, so the woman's like, what kind of massage do you want? And I'm like, uh, just my muscles. A massage. A massage. <laughs> she's like, she's naming like there's 50 yeah, different massages. Right. This, that. And I'm like, uh, okay. And one woman, she, she pinched my shirt. goes, oh, you're tired. She goes, I was like, so I'm really good with my thumbs. I give pressure points. I've been known to make grown man cry. I'm like, I want you. <laughs> so get on the massage table. This woman, it was, she was, she, she was like digging in and she's like, does this hurt? And, and I literally said, I'm like, I thought you were just warming up. And so it, it turned into like a competition because she was, it almost felt like she was trying to hurt me. Right. And yeah. it wasn't, and it was just so uncomfortable. So I just quit, stopped and I said, Hey, listen, I was like, let me pay you get out of there. 
So first and last thing, well, not last, because so my birthday was this weekend, went to Tampa. And in the mall, they have this chair where you put your knees on it, you put your face down, and your butt and back is. Have you seen? It? It's almost like you're in this lotus position. Wait, what? Yeah, you put. There's this. There's this. It's, what is in that mall? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, I haven't it's seen a, this. Time. Yeah, it's a massage. It's a massage thing. So you put your face down. You put your arms like under this rest. Your knees are like you know, like you're riding a motorcycle, and your butt and back is pushed against this thing behind you. So you're in this okay. really weird position. Okay. And uh, so I was walking by, and ladies want a massage. I'm like, sure. And I'm thinking that looks kind of interesting. I will say that thing was so comfortable, but she gave me like the best massage. She was just like my arms and my back and everything. So I'm thinking, okay, this, but it was kind of weird because there's people walking by in the mall, and it's like, here I am, like Lotus, whatever, <laughs> in this chair. Lotus position. Yeah. And um, so I got up, and Jan actually got hers. And what was funny about it is that I told Lady, I'm like, you know, can I tip you? And she goes, well, actually, I'm glad you guys actually sat down. I'm like, why? She goes, you would not believe how hard it is people to give a massage. They're free. And I'm like, what? I'm like, dude, I'll get another one. I'll get in this lotus position. Did she so, say it's free, though? Because I swear to God. It was free. It's like the whole, like, shoe, f uh, when people ask you if they want, you want your shoe cleaning done. Yeah. And it's like, they do it, and then right. they want money. No, yeah. so this, That's why this, this no, so the, the place is, like, sponsored it, so they were free. And oh. but I like the lotion that she used, so I went about it. it was like eighty bucks for this little lotion. So when she got it, I'm thinking, okay, twenty bucks or something. And then she rang it up. She's like eighty something bucks, and I'm like, so I did it like a mental <laughs> blink. I'm like, dude, it's just lotion, man. I mean, thinking, <laughs> so but I still bought it. So Jan's got some really eighty dollars like highfalutin. That's yeah. where they get you. Yeah. It's like, Yo, so, yeah, that's the. Well, massage for the lotion. Yeah, so I, <laughs> that's how you know, much you because they didn't say, "Hey, you have to buy the lotion," all that kind of yeah. stuff. So I was just like, "Hey, that feels pretty good," and you know, so yeah, so. Wow. No, I know. At least first... my massage was just normal. Like you weren't in the lotus position, <laughs> you know, face down, and you know, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, um, it was kind of funny, but it, it, I had such a great time in Tampa. I mean, just I told Jen after we came back, I said I want to move there. You like Tampa that much? Oh, uh, the place we went to um, Hyde Park, okay. and um, I don't know if you ever been to Hyde Park area in Tampa. It's nice. Oh, it is nice. So we were driving around. So the houses are just beautiful. I mean, this, the mm -hmm. whole downtown area is just beautiful. It, you feel like you're in it's like Vanderpump Rules or something. It's like we went to. They have a restaurant called the Meat Market, and so it's like you know, guys and women we think meat market. You're going to pick up you know people. This thing, it, it's just... Maybe you think that, not no, everybody. Everybody, everybody <laughs> knows. People our age know what a meat market is. And, uh, Jenny. Jenny. Jenny's like, yeah, we know what a meat market is. I'm old. <laughs> We're both old. And, uh, but the place is actually called meat market. The food is fantastic, mm -hmm. but every single woman in there looked like a supermodel. Really? And yeah, it's just everywhere we went over there. It, it, I mean, it was awesome. And then we were driving around and... Um, I saw this house and I'm thinking that looks like a nice house, but it was for sale. So I called there. It's like I'm like, hey, it's like I'm on 80 whatever the street mm -hmm. it was, uh, Swan Swan Avenue, and uh, guy's like, yeah, I could tell you about that. And so he starts telling me about it, and I said, so what are you asking? And he goes, 7.9 million dollars. And that's Tampa for you. And I yeah. was just like, I was just like, oh, okay. He's like, let me talk to. like my wife. I'll get back to you. you know? <laughs> talk to my wife. Real yeah, quick. Let me talk to her. <laughs> But it was the house, he, he was like 4,000 square feet. It's three bedrooms, three bathrooms. It's meticulously maintained. I'm like, first, that amount of money, it Wait, better be. Three bedrooms and three baths. Four, four bedrooms, three bathrooms. And yeah, so it's for, yeah. 
That was insane. Seven point nine though. So wow. I actually look. So Did I actually take a picture. Did someone take a picture? I actually have it on my phone. It? Yeah, I will yeah? show you. Okay, okay. Uh, he sent me the listing. I see it. So what's crazy is Hyde Park. I looked it up. They're the third most richest uh, city in Florida, and mm-hmm. you go there, all you see is Lamborghinis and Ferraris and mm-hmm. everything else. I mean, every restaurant, the taco place. It looked like it was like some highfalutin <laughs> place. I mean, we went to. <laughs> No, no, they were the best tacos I've ever had in my life. You I would, would hope love so. these. Yeah, it was like I kept ordering you better more. Better drive to Tampa just for the tacos. Yeah, <laughs> I kept. It was like Hard Rock, though. It was like I will say Hard Rock. I was very disappointed. Really? Yeah, I felt like I smoked like five cartons of cigarettes in, in ten minutes. Oh. oh, there's so much smoke, and I came out. And I'm like, there, I was like oh, so greasy yeah. from the smoke, but I did win money, so I was happy. Nice. So I won two grand, and then, wow. Yeah, on it's like I went in there with fifty bucks, okay. and I was like because I wasn't you know big gambling over there. And went in there with uh, 50 bucks, and I'm figuring I'll play 21. Got up to two grand, gave it all back to him, except for like 80 bucks or something. But so, but <laughs> so I still had a good time. I mean, we like I said, we did some sightseeing, went to the bays and all that kind of thing. I've been so. to Tampa, I think, uh, twice. Well, you it, go- was, it was nice. I went for rugby. Okay. We had rugby uh, tournament there. So. What about you? Well, I used to go there every summer for the AP psychology grading. Okay. But that's been a hot issue in the news lately. Why? Because they banned AP psychology from the state last week. But then they, I guess, reversed the decision. But I, I've heard only two of the districts that are allowing it this year. Why would they ban it? What exactly is Because it? AP psychology is a credit level. Um, you get college credit for taking psychology in the high school. But in the curriculum, there's issues about like with gender and sexuality. And so so they just went ahead and banned it. But it'll be interesting to see where they have the grading because the grading has been at the Tampa Convention Center for the past six years. I haven't gone for the past couple of years, but they um, would bring in teachers from all over the United States, even from other countries to grade these essays all together. It's kind of a... There's probably about maybe 600 psychology graders, and you would grade like 300,000 essays. The group oh, wow. would, and it's like a seven-day event, and you would just spend all day grading. That doesn't but... sound like an event. That sounds like torture. <laughs> well, you get organized, paid for organized. It. Uh, yeah. That's like organized torture. That's not like an event. <laughs> well, you get paid for it. It's a job. Grade papers. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm hearing. I-, I would usually grade about 1,500 essays in the so week. So what? That's so how insane. would you even? So is it like so they write an essay and you just say this sucks? I'm going to give you an F. No, there's a rubric we have to follow. You have okay. to be what they call one with a rubric. A rubric. Yes. Oh man, okay. it's been a while since I've heard that. And then you would have a background. They wouldn't backgrade every single one, but they would backgrade to kind of make sure that you're on point. And if you were shifting either one way or the other, they would like retrain you. But it would just be interesting to see since there's so much controversy this past year about even the schools not even teaching. I know here in Volusia County, they decided yesterday they're not allowed to teach it anymore. I used to teach that course when I was at Spruce Creek High School years ago. And they're now all switching it to either IB or Cambridge or ACE because they're trying to stay away from all the drama from it. But it's just sad because the AP psychology course was a phenomenal course. And I feel that somebody could write a whole thesis on me. Like, you know, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Maddie said yeah. that's so serious. She actually took it to, she's like, yeah, yeah, they can. <laughs> not, e- not even just like, yeah, maybe. She's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah they can. <laughs> Absolutely. So I don't know what's going to happen with that, if they're going to allow the teachers to actually even grade it here in the state because of the controversy over it. Wow, so. that's pretty interesting. That is, So yeah. you are you are a teacher, though. Mm-hmm. I remember you talked last time, it was like you teach at the college. Yep, so. we haven't started back at the college. I just teach one class at a time because I teach um, with Florida Virtual, you know, full-time. So 
can't do too much, you know. Got the Iron Man too. It's no, <laughs> so you got a yeah. full schedule. It's like you got That's kids. It's like married kids, of career. Um, At least my kids are adults now. But as you know, even with kids that are adults, they still need some guidance, and so. The, I'd the, be the like, work, I'd, be like I'd be like, here's fifty bucks. Is like, you know, go to McDonald's for me. <laughs> oh, I don't have kids, but I, they'd be like indentured servitude. I'm like, listen, this is what I need you to do. Oh it was God. funny after the hundred mile bike ride. I was just really tired, and my daughter was tired, and she's like, let's get some DoorDash. I'm like, cool, because I'm not. Going well, at least she at least she didn't say, Mom, can you take me? It was like over for some tacos or something. Because with all this training, you have to eat a lot. No. So it's just how many calories do you think you burn a day? Well, I have to training. eat at least three to 4,000 a oh, day, wow. at least, yeah, just to, like, just maintain to weight. Like, I don't want to lose weight. Um, so You it's, can't afford to. You're, I mean, you're about <laughs> as big as my wrist. No, you have to. It's fuel. You have to eat. And I try to eat well. I mean, I try to not just yeah. eat processed stuff. But mm-hmm. um, you So know, no McDonald's for you. But, yeah, it's kind of like, no, I don't eat McDonald's. Me and McDonald's are like this. We're like <laughs> best friends. My cardiologist would yell at me if he saw me eating that. My doctor yelled at me the other day. She's like, your cholesterol is a little bit high. What What are you eating? And so, yeah, Tara Fritzy, give you a shout out. Too many tacos, too many um, McDonald's. There was a guy named um, Sean Conray over in the UK that did 105 Ironmans and 105 days straight. And How it was even possible? Uh, yeah, I was watching, I was following him every day. And he was having to eat like 10,000 calories a day. Just, I That's mean, a lot of Twinkies. Well, he was still yeah, losing eat? some weight. Well, he at the end he was having to take like tablespoons of like coconut oil just to try to get calories in. Oh wow! But um, yeah, it was he was trying to break the world record of 102 in 102 days, and then once he got to the 102nd day, he was so pumped up like he ended up doing three more days. Wow! But then he's got small little kids, and you know he missed you know hanging out with them, so yeah. he finally called it quits. But it was wild to watch. I, I came out here as an iron worker, and when I was iron working, same thing. I just ate so much food because every week my weight was just like yo-yo because you're the, out there. Yeah, go to the work. Weight, the, the weight, water weight. Yeah, it was just um, sweating like crazy, carrying is like you know 70, 80 pounds of gear on me up there walking on beam. So my weight just literally. I mean, if you look at some of my old pictures. One week I look like this, and next week I look, one week I look like Arnold Schwarzenegger, and next week I look like you know, you know, smaller. Have you guys been? Have you guys watched that? I just found out about it yesterday when Daniel was here. We did a um, podcast um, about the brawl at the ferry. It was like in Missouri I didn't or see something. That. Yeah, it was like this. Uh, these people attacked this guy, the security guy. People on another boat is like ran to rescue him. People on another boat jumped in the water, swam over to dock where they could jump in, and turned into this big giant fight. Everybody, every like, all these dock workers are fighting these tourists, and the tourists are fighting. It's like everybody. It, it was like, yeah, I saw the whole video. It was insane. But the best part was one guy. He's like, oh hell no! So he jumps in the water. He's swimming over there just where he could get into the fight. It was actually pretty cool. Wow, I haven't so, seen too much of the news, but I did see about that 25-year-old man that was in St. Augustine, and he was on a little John boat. I think it was like only a 12-foot long boat, and he got pulled out in the sea, and he was stuck out there for two days. And did you guys see about that? No, I didn't. And he was so sunburned, the poor guy. Oh, but, I, um, I bet. He I didn't have any radios on or flares or life jacket. And How ha- did you get pulled out? He didn't have a motor? His motor I, was I don't think so. It looked very basic. Well, no, I actually, I think I did read that he actually broke off the motor, took the motor off to try to reduce the weight because oh. the, the boat was sinking. Okay. And, um, but it was a miracle they found him because being 12 miles off. Yeah, that's, a, that's yeah. quite a ways. 
fun times. All right, so this is like, uh, so Maddie, let's tell, talk about you. So Maddie just looked over here. So you got just transferred to a new job. Yes, a new store. Okay. And uh, it's a lot. She she it's started to so say much. she started to say it sucks, but you know <laughs> she didn't want to say that. No, um, I just gotta be careful with what I say. Um, it's just it's just us here in the room. Of yeah, and then it's getting shared. <laughs> okay, so I'll say it for Maddie. It really sucks, and it's no, a lot, no, and she no, hates no, her coworkers. No, no. That's not true. That's Kate not Twitchers. true. That's not true. It's she just, loves her coworkers. Um, it's just a matter of management. Doesn't just because they're in a management position doesn't mean that they should be. Okay. So that's right. that's that, and it's just a matter of uh, she's so really. Working when did Maddie and all of a sudden get scared of like be, because so me I'll just say whatever, and I'm thinking, dude, it's I my don't job. I have a job, and I say whatever. Yeah, you own your job. Yeah, it's like I hate <laughs> You're my. You're literally I your hate, own boss. I hate my employees. <laughs> you know, most of them. It's like you know, I hate them. It was like when they don't show up or they do crappy work and which I just had that happen and spent a lot of money and just literally took it to the dump, you know, so because they messed something up and I had to tear it all out to redo it. So, so. I want to hear more about your Europe stories. Yeah. Um, oh boy. Okay. So, I mean, to start off the bat, this second day that we were in Europe, we got stuck in London. Okay. Because of trains being on strike. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> it was traumatizing. No, um, it wasn't that bad staying in London. We got bored of it most, mostly. Um, from there, we went to Edinburgh. Edinburgh was a lot more than we expected it to be, that's for sure. Um, and then from there, everything kind of went downhill. We stayed in Newcastle. Mm -hmm. Newcastle was sketchy. I thought we were going to get kidnapped in the hostel. Yeah, that was. I told you, was, if somebody kidnapped you, they would call me. I'm like, if you let her go right now, I will not find you. <laughs> you know, the, the, the I will control. not find you. I'm just like, if you let her go right now, I will not look for you. I will let you go. But if you don't, I will find you and I will kill you. You never seen that movie? No. Nope. Taken? Mm -mm. Have you seen You've seen it. You I've know what I'm talking it. about. Yeah. You got to watch it because there's this whole mm. thing. He's like, I will find you and I will kill you. Yeah. Um,. We stayed in a really sketchy Airbnb where we actually, we stayed in this man's bed. Like that was the Airbnb. Wait, wait, this, this is, wait, wait. You never told me this. You stayed in some guy's bed. Yeah. Wait, wait. So what? So, obviously he wasn't in the bed. Okay, no. So this is so bad. So we stayed up. It was like the north of France, okay? So he offered to pick us up from the train station. Was he in the Iron Man? Because they are going to France. <laughs> And, um, yeah, so he picked us up from the train station. We're like, okay, great. That we really appreciate it. But as soon as we got in the car, we're like, oh, something's off about wait, this wait, guy. Wait, wait, how did you meet this guy? Was he like Airbnb. an Uber? Okay, so, all right, so, okay. Were there good reviews? Yeah, he had really great reviews. Okay. So we're like, all right, it's going to be okay, right? And then you find out you got to sleep in his bed. So then we find out we have to sleep in his bed, okay? And he's sleeping on the couch. And we're like, okay, this is really weird. Oh, so we're wow. trying to, like, figure out why we're sleeping in his bed. And he's like, oh, well, I'm actually not. It, he wasn't claustrophobic. He said something else. But he has to have all the doors open up um, when he sleeps. That way he doesn't feel, like, trapped, basically. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we stayed in this man's 
uh, bed and he tried making hopefully us he, hopefully, uh, take oh. shots before we went to bed. And we're like, we want nothing oh, to give us. <laughs> yeah, here, drink this alcohol. It's really good. And next thing you know, you're like, you know, you're selling your liver, you know, on the black market or something. It was scary. And I, I even talked to my friend from France and I'm like, do I, should I be worried? And mm -hmm. she's like, you know how people talk about Alabama? Well, north of France is Alabama. <laughs> okay. I, I would have had so much fun with it. I'm like, no, no, you drink first, and then I'll take a drink, you know? Get out of here. So, you know, when you're running and you're jogging and you're biking and stuff, do you ever get guys just, like, you know, people yelling out at you? or? Um, Sometimes. I mean, I, I just try to ignore it. I mean. So do you go to a happy place? You put on, you, do you have, a, like, a set music that you listen to? I don't listen to any music. No? No. What goes through your head when you're doing it? I feel like I need to distract myself. Even Just when like daydreaming or thinking about things. I mean, to me, it's like great quality, alone time. Like now the biking, the 100 miles, you have a lot to think about, you no. know, because that took me five and a half hours. So it's. <laughs> okay. I've only gone. It's like I've only gone 80 feet. Why am I so tired? I got another 80. It's like another 700 miles. Yeah. Wow. But uh, no, I mean, I same thing with swimming. You know, when I do long swims, I'm just you know thinking about a lot of different things, and it's just you know there, there's so much time I you know spend with, either with work with screens or you know or on our phones. To me, it's just a great way to detach from all that and just you know think to yourself and just. You I know, get that because when I get to you know when I'm working, even though I'm you know I'm got to pay attention, I'm daydreaming about whatever while I'm doing something. Mm -hmm. I think so. like um, I've recently gotten to reading, and Rec that <laughs> yeah, you know what, Steve, you can laugh all you want. <laughs> you just rec I just recently got in with no. audience. What do you think about this? A lot of you know a lot of younger kids don't like to read because they're forced into it. So when That's I got older. Point. I started to like to read because I, I know reading. I can pick what I want to read. I grew up reading everything I possibly could. It was like, so we're older. So you remember the Britannica is like encyclopedia? Oh, yes. I read that thing probably 20 times. I mean, I, I liked reading. So, all right. But so yeah, anyway, so that, that kind of gives me like an escape from my reality. Mm -hmm. What are you reading? Um, right now, I actually just finished a book today and it was called The Resort. It was like a mystery murder kind okay. of thing. When's the last book you read? Boy. Psych 101. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I haven't read for pleasure in a long time just because of my busy schedule. Um, I'm actually reading three books right now. Like, when do so you have time to read? I, I actually, so I get, no, so I, I don't go to sleep till about 3 a.m. and then yeah. I get up really early. So I, 3 to 6 is like when I, you know, sleep. But yeah, when I get home, I just start reading. So I'm reading a Lois Lamore book, which I've read it already. It was uh, Bendigo Shafter. I read it a couple different times, but I'm reading it again. I'm also reading a Lee Child is like a No Plan B, and then a John Forsythe book. So, yeah, I like reading. I did read a couple months ago a book about um, letting go of your past using EMDR therapy because I was really interested in learning. Wait, about that's that. that. That's where people were like, no, that's no. ASMR. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, EMDR therapy is they use bilateral stimulation with lights often to help people recover from trauma. Oh. And I've read about it in the psychology books, but I wanted to learn more about it. But it's really helpful for people who have PTSD. For veterans, then. But even like, like when we think of PTSD, we think of veterans. Yeah. But anybody who's had any kind of trauma from their Violence past. Violence or, yeah. 
It can mm-hmm. be literally anything. Even if you had a bully that was, you know, bullying you when you were in school. Or... I might have need that because after the podcast with Maddie, sometimes <laughs> I, I need it because of you. PTSD. <laughs> but you know, there's a lot of cool research about it. How when you use both sides of your, like both left and right hemisphere, and you're using the stimulation, whether if it's um, like they use tapping a lot. And when children are exposed to, like, say, hurricanes, a lot of times they'll have counselors go in and they teach them what they call the butterfly tap. And they wrap their arms around their chest and they tap each, like, the shoulders back and forth. And, you know, it helps to calm them down. Or sometimes they'll have tapping on the legs. And it sounds, like, weird, you know, it wouldn't work. But if you think about it, exercise is all bilateral stimulation, whether if you're walking or swimming or running – and that's why it's so therapeutic. A lot of psychologists and psychiatrists are finding that people can sometimes wean off some of their medication wow. just if they exercise. And so, there's, you know, I, that's the last book I read. I'm kind of dorky, so I like that kind of stuff. But it's to me, it's fascinating. You, look, you're a rock star. As I, you know, I've had I've actually mentioned to you, people asked, you know, about the podcast and stuff. And I always said, I'm like, that woman is like super woman. You need like a cape and. I mean, yeah, I just get tired just thinking about it. I read your posts, your Facebook Uh, posts, and I love seeing your updates. But I'm like, man, how does she do it? So here's the (laughs) the thing about, you know, being Facebook friend, because I see them and it always feels weird to me to comment on a woman's like when she puts a picture of herself, because I figure, Phil, there's like 50,000 guys like you're so odd. I mean, you could look, you know, I don't think so. You always feel weird. So I always just try to if I do comment, I try to make it really funny. It's just where it doesn't (laughs) seem so awkward. I do try to post only like positive things though. There's so much negativity in the world. So and... I actually own a page. It's called Daytona Positive, and okay. the, you could only put positive stuff on there. And uh, so people go on there. They put like a daily affirmation. Um, mm-hmm. They put all you know something positive. So, but there are some people you know they try to sneak one by, so I just block them off of it. But so oh I get oh my god, what I, I I block a lot of people. On I believe pages. it, but you know what? They deserve it too. I, I believe they so. really do. So what is really Close to your heart, Gina. I know you is like the Iron Man. Is like I know you're a big family person, you know. And you know, I, I remember you're saying that you and your husband both went to the same school. Yes. And you guys are both born in the same hospital, right. and all your kids are born in the same <laughs> hospital, and they all went to the same school. So you're like a legacy. You're like the only person from Florida who lives in Florida because my, it's kind well, of my dad was born in Halifax, and so, then my grandfather, his father, was born at the old Halifax. They should so, give you like an award. It's like here's people's like we're continuing the legacy. Your kids all of a sudden they're gonna all their kids are all gonna be at Halifax and Do you truly yeah. like Florida? Like I know a lot of people who the people that I've talked to that lived here, it's like, man, I, I hate Florida. No, I like Florida. I mean, I don't like the population explosion. It's I do miss bad. the yeah. small town feel. I mean, Port Orange used to feel like a small town. Especially when I even when I was in high school, Dunlawton was a two lane road and I remember when Clyde Morris was a dirt road. I mean, it's just so I, I am kind of sad to see how much it's. And it's getting going. worse and worse. Yeah, every, it's going to. Especially Daytona Beach Shores, it's getting worse. I'm thinking, Ugh, what more can I hate they driving build? Daytona. Over? Nobody likes driving Daytona Beach Shores because they get pulled over. They're like, I don't like getting pulled over the cops. I'm like, mm-hmm. glad they get pulled over. Listen, so I'm going to tell you guys if you go to Daytona Beach Shores, drive on Peninsula, there's no cops there. So, so people are going to hear this. And- yeah, they're going to hear it. I drive, I drive <laughs> yeah. fast. If I want to go somewhere, get somewhere fast, I just take Peninsula because there's no cops. Now, if you go on Atlantic, they're all hanging out there and waiting to catch somebody, you know? Yeah. But oh I- my God. Wait, 
Have you ever heard of? It's called OP Live. Have you guys ever heard of it? It's a TV show. Oh, oh, so, uh, oh. yeah, the live where they had yeah. Daytona. Listen, yeah. yeah. So my grandparents like religiously watch that every so my weekend. Parents okay. and my parents, yes. my grandmother's ninety five, and she watches it like daily. Oh, listen, the one um, day I watched it with them, and it is honestly so good. And sure enough, Daytona pops up there all the time. Mm -hmm. No, so it's funny. So. Daniel, last night, is like when we left here, actually, there was cops flying by, and he's like, I wonder what's going on. So I'm like, wait, I got a police scanner. So I put it on. Somebody was actually a woman was trying to commit like suicide at the ocean deck. Uh, she She thought she was going to swim out there and drown herself, and so it was like her boyfriend was in the front waiting for the cops. And But they're talking about it over the line. I'm thinking, man, some woman's like really mad at her. Did God. you hear Thanks. about the shooting at Razzle's? I yes. heard about that. Yeah. Dude, I saw it in the newspaper. Like, I don't even hear about it on any social media. You know, here's the funny thing. We're right off of Seabreeze, and I never go into Seabreeze. I really don't. I, You know, you and me, we go out the back, and so, yeah. you know, our cars and And then stuff. when we do go out the front, it's always chaos. There has been. It's like, so there was, like, uh, the woman who's yeah. like who smashed the car. She flunt, um, spun out drunk, hit a pole. Um, they had her in handcuffs. Some guy walking down the street all drunk decides to sit down next to her. The cops are like, what are you doing? And he's like, uh, the cop, he's like, it's my girlfriend. The girl's like, I don't know you. So he stands up and then uh, the cop tries to, it's like, hey, move along. He shoves the cop. Next thing you know, the cops are beating his, you know, behind. It's, yeah, it's some interesting stuff. Seabreeze is wild. Seabreeze is wild. So, so where do you like to go and hang out? We're just talking about anything. So if you're just tuning in, we're just talking about anything. So there's no specific topic, but we have Jenny Enslin. From is like a local hero. I call her Wonder Woman, and uh, she's running in the Iron Woman, and uh, well, the Iron Man. It's like, but this time it's going to be the Iron Woman. How <laughs> how are how are they going to do that? Are they going to actually make a thing where it says Iron Woman, or is it still going to be the Iron Man? No, they'll still call it the Iron brand, Man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's just they're only going to have the females competing there, and then the men, obviously, in these France. So basically, is like the ratings are going to shoot up because there's be a bunch of lonely guys in their basements at home like oh look at all those women in one place it's like oh, you know <laughs> so yeah I, I just saw some funny meme about that they had some guy who was probably about 600 pounds and you know, there's a woman walking by and has a thought bubble over his head and he goes if i tried she would date me it was like it was like the funniest meme though but i know we're just talking about anything so jenny what would you like to talk about anything well, you're asking me where I like to hang out. Yeah, what do you I, like to do? I like to hang out in the woods, but it's too hot right now. No. In the yeah. woods, like I like camping. What do you mean hanging out? Like camping? Well, yeah, camping. Or, but um, what kind of camping? Like don't say glamping. Camping, but we have we have a little camper. Okay. We bought it four years ago, and we've taken it on about forty trips. We go to a lot of the local springs, and we've been to a bunch of places around Florida. We like Olena Campground, Silver Springs. Silver Springs, pretty cool. Yeah. So there's just. You know, Florida's got a lot of amazing places to visit. But people don't realize that. They just kind of think, okay, we got the beach and that's it. But really, there are a lot of hidden gems, even in Port Orange and some of the, right? you know, around the It's funny. I was just talking to my friends about going camping, too. And, you know, my first thought was, where are the campgrounds? Wakiva. Uh, Go to Wakiva. What is it? Wakiva. Yeah, Wakiva. Wakiva is like a pretty cool it? place. Um, towards Leesburg? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know where that is. It's in Central Florida. Okay. Uh, Ishnatuckney Springs is really cool. They have an hour and a half float. We try to go there a couple times. You know, well, at least once a year. But so that'd be pretty fun. 
Yeah, no, that sounds fun. There's I alligators like... in there, but there's alligators in every spring. But they, they usually yeah. leave you alone. They don't eat much. Yeah, no. <laughs> Yo, there was the one time I went um, kayaking, and uh, I was in Jupiter. Mm-hmm. And I was so scared to see a gator. Like, I was on edge this entire kayak ride, okay? I could not enjoy it. And um, we were coming around this bend, and I just saw this giant tail come out of the water. And it was a freaking manatee. Aww. It was huge. Yeah. It was just eating at grass. Scared me though. I wish like (laughs) boaters would take a little bit more heed because a lot of manatees actually get, um, you know, hurt from the propellers because Mm -hmm. you get these idiots and they're thinking, hey, it's like even though it says manatee zone, posted fifty thousand things they want to fly. Next thing you know, they're really hurting. You know, manatees. I think it's like over. I think they said over seven hundred manatees died this last year. Are you serious? No. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a it's a big problem. So. You can't touch them. Like, that's a big thing in Florida. Mm-hmm. Unless if you're in Crystal River. That's the only place I've been to that you are legally allowed to touch them. I used to go scuba diving in there, and you could, you know, kind of swim up around them and pet them if Wait, you want. But So do you know how to scuba dive? I scuba dived for about three years, but I, it's been a long time since I've done it. I want to do it so bad. So you got to think there's 14.7 pounds of PSI pressure on our all of our cavities. Yeah. For every foot that you'd go deeper in the water, it's yes. another pound. I if know. you go down and touch a 12-foot pool, it's six pounds per square inch more on your body. 33 feet in the atmosphere. And you yeah. know what's funny? I know all this, and I have never scuba dived in my life. The deepest I've gone is 110 feet, but you have to be so careful because you have to come up really slowly. Right. You can get narcosis yeah. where you feel That's drunk scary. and you're seeing triple. That happened to me in Blue Grotto. There was an open cavern, and that goes down about 100 feet. And I was around 90 feet, and I started like just feeling like drunk feeling. like, And, and it's kind of scary. And uh, they have like an air bubble at 60 feet down that you can go up to, but you can't just go straight you up to You got to stay, stay there for a second. Yeah. Yes. And I remember my husband thought I was panicking. He's like holding my leg down. And I was like, no, I just want to get to the bubble. And um, But luckily, once I got to the bubble, I was able to like breathe and just be able Which to. Which is, you know, it's crazy. Is like that I know all the dive tables and all that. And I've never scuba dived. Mm-hmm. Britannica. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like the Britannica is like they had. The, well, I thought it was fascinating. Now they have like really fancy gadgets and stuff. I mean, I I got certified when I was at UF, and we had to go old school using all those tables yeah. and doing the math in our heads. And so I would imagine now it's it's even much easier. Push a safer. button. It's like okay, you're okay. Yeah, <laughs> you're okay. You could come but up it in is like fun. Like you should definitely look into it. Palm Beach and the Keys have great places to dive, and the springs. They, they actually, yeah. this last week um, in the Keys, they had to relocate um, a bunch of the coral. They took it out and put it somewhere else because so the, the water is hot. It was actually bleaching the coral. And so it was like a week-long process. They actually had to move, like, piece by piece, take it into deeper water because it was actually bleaching. The it was 101 water. degrees, the water down there. That is just there. insanity. Mm-hmm. I mean, so our oceans are warming up, that's for sure. Wow. And hopefully, you know, I think they said this is the warmest the water's been in the last, you know, I think nine years or something. So I'm surprised that we haven't had a major hurricane just yet. Knock on wood. Hopefully yeah, I was like, sh- yeah, come on, say no. that H word. We, we don't need. That. Believe me, we don't. We don't need one. I, could, I mean, I just I'm still. It's been nice. The house, yeah. This house is that I'm rep- repairing is like remodeling right now. They are still damaged from the hurricanes. Oh, and sure. Somebody called me yesterday and they said, "Hey, we still we need our house done from the hurricanes." The problem is we don't have. We don't have a lot of people really want to work right now. I never thought about that with the hurricanes. When the hurricanes come through while you're working on a house, how does that 
Like, so if I'm repairing a house and um, the are you asking if I'm repairing a house and a hurricane hits the house? Yeah, it's like their bill just went up. Oh, because I still have to pay for I still have to pay for labor. I still have to pay for materials. Yeah. Um, still have to per- permit, and my phone is ringing. And sorry about that, people. And uh, bye, Daniel. It's actually <laughs> Daniel who was on the podcast yesterday. No, it's um. No, there's I, because you think about it. I still have to pay for the material. I still have to pay for yeah, workers. I mean, I guess you that's know true. their insurance. The insurance is such a scam. I, I honestly believe believe that. I you know, um, they put out these slick commercials. Hey, you're an Allstate fans, or you have. If something goes wrong, we're going to take care of you. And then actually something goes wrong and they don't take care of you. They find mm-hmm. every loophole where they every don't Every reason not to. And FEMA, you know, I'll, I don't mind saying it um, because I see it firsthand. I, I see people who hardly had any damage and they get a lot of money. And then there's people whose whole homes are destroyed and they get next to nothing. So I don't understand their formula. So, mm-hmm. but I think, you know, insurance is a, you know, I think it's a joke. It's a hit or miss, I would say. A lot of people's insurance doubled, especially if their roofs are like more than 15 years old. Yeah. And by 20 years old, you have to replace the roof. So I'm going to tell you guys something. So people listening, I'm going to give you guys some insurance, like uh, inside information. Because so I used to own a supplement writing business. And what the business was, if you have damage to your home, uh, what they do is send out, you call your insurance company, they send out an adjuster. Mm-hmm. The adjuster comes out and he writes up and takes pictures and he uh, submits it to the insurance company. They put in a, a program called Xactimate and they send it to the insurance company. Based on that, his pictures and what he put on there, they cut you a RCV check, re- a replacement cost value. Now, Florida just went to actual cash value, actual cash value, ACV, yeah, value is like check. But they used to send you a RCV, replacement cost value. Minus your deductible, minus, you know, mm-hmm. everything. So what would happen is the homeowner would get that RCV check and is like the scope of repair and uh, it's called supplement and they'd give it to their um, contractor. Contractor says there is no way that I could build this as like house is like or put your roof. We'll just say a roof back for this amount of money. So what they do is send it to my company. And what I would do is get an Eagle View report, which is a satellite thing. It tells me exact measurements. All the pictures, all the documentations, and I would rewrite those like the repair of what actually happened because ninety. Well, actually, I'm just gonna say ninety nine point nine 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 percent is like insurance um, banks on the fact that the homeowner is not gonna do that and they rip them off. There's a lot of things that the insurance companies are supposed to pay overhead and profit. They don't think that um, you know the homeowner should pay that um, code compliance. They don't you know they don't pay for that uh, metal exclusions. And so they just came out with um, this program, and it was called Farmers Plus. And it had nothing to do with farmers, but the insurance company said, listen, we could lower your rates right now. And it's like, you still have this amazing coverage. So, like, everybody wants to pay cheaper. And so they say yes. They don't realize what they just gave away because, say, we have a hailstorm and they have a metal exclusion. Your gutters, anything metal outside, Mm. your air conditioning stuff, they're not going to pay for it. Um, code compliance, which means is when somebody gets their house repaired, they don't have to actually follow the local code. So they don't pay for that overhead and profit. So that means they're not going to pay a contractor to come out there. It's on the homeowner to, you know, you know pay it for it on themselves. so many businesses but insurance, and insurance companies they, rip people off. They do. It's terrible. Because they, Even buying they, a car, you can't do it without getting ripped well, they, off. They bank, they bank on the fact that the homeowner doesn't know what they're talking, you know, yeah. it's like a contractor because how many people knows what goes on a roof? You know, so 
it's it's sort of like rip people off yeah and they do because you got to think about it you can't repair one shingle you have to take all the shingles out around it and you have to repair that that means you have to like underlayment you have excuse me you have the underlayment you have to see if there's any is like the um the wood is rotted under there He's like, you may have to take out a big section. Now you have a pipe jack and you have a turtle vent and you have to replace and put those back in there. So it really is a lot in the insurance companies bank on the fact that they don't know what the norm and we're going to pay you whatever and sorry about your luck. Yep, that's how it is. So what do you know about, have you ever had to deal with an insurance company? Or anything like that? Well, in the 2016 hurricanes, we had a big hole in our roof from Hurricane Matthew. And so we had to get that out. We ended up just getting a whole new roof. No. But, yeah, we had to go through the interns and kind of fight back and forth because they were, like you said, you know, there's the replacement value and, like, the actual value and yeah. what it's going to cost to fix. And so what they'll do is they'll say, so you know this firsthand, they'll say, hey, we're going to give you $10,000 for your roof minus your deductible. And so if you have a $5,000 deductible depreciation, so now you, it's like that 10,000 you thought to fix your roof. Now it's like 5,000 minus right. depreciation. And then, so you end up getting like a thousand bucks, you know? Just, and then it costs 15,000 to yeah. replace the roof. It's, yeah, so, it's, yeah, it's... We went through that in 2017. And uh, I actually stopped doing that business because I would deal with insurance companies every single day. So I would get, um, you know, 60 or 70, and this is no exaggeration, 60 or 70 of those a week because all my clients were in Texas and Oklahoma and Alabama. And so they have a lot of, you know, especially Texas and Oklahoma, they have a lot of damage. They would send me so many, but dealing with all these insurance companies, it really is a drain because, you know, you're fighting for somebody's home and the insurance company. constantly fighting, yeah. That's what it is. And uh, now it paid phenomenal money to do that job. But it, it really will suck your soul, especially like when you know that you're fighting for somebody's home and they, the insurance company should pay for them. But you have some guy just went to six, six weeks of training saying no, just because he has a plan, you know, yep. uh, you know, that's telling him what, what to say, exactly. flipping the pages. So it, it was really bad. So what other experiences have you had in Florida? What it, tell me a really funny story is like while you're training, because I know there's got to be some. I don't think anything funny per se, but. One thing I was really proud of myself last week was, you know, last year when I was riding, I just prayed every day my tires wouldn't go flat because I didn't know how to change the tubes and the tires. And it's tricky, like with the skinny is tires. That, so what is a 28, 8-inch rim or 26? I think it's 26 on my bike. I have an older bike that I bought from a friend, so I don't okay. even know that much about it. But um, so last year I just prayed that and luckily in the race I didn't have issues. Well, this season, I've had a couple flats, and so I forced myself to learn how to change the tires. And last week, I was filling up the back tire, and the back tire is the hardest to fill yeah. because it's got the quick release with the wheel, but then you have the, the gears, on, and, the chain, the gears yeah. and the chain. You know, and you got to make sure it's all the lowest gear and everything. And and I was by myself, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like I thought, okay, maybe I can do this. You know, I just stayed calm and... It took me a while, but I finally got it on, and that that was the day before I did the hundred miles, and so I was like really praying like that, because yeah. I knew I put it back together. But um, you got to be also just like thinking, hell yeah, I did I that stuff. Like, you know? So it's funny how little things like that no, that's awesome mean though. more than riding the hundred miles. Like wow, I was able to finally change the tube, and it worked. Like I was able to get it back Can you, on. Did you do like those? Um, 
Olympic, you know, the Olympic guys, they go in the big circles and they go like 100 miles uh, an hour. Oh, the velodrome? Yeah, it's like, yeah, it was like, I think they have solid tire. Well, you probably couldn't use a solid tire on your guys' No, I mean, they have tubeless tires and there's all different types, but now that I know how to change it, I feel like I'm just going to stick We're with like that. a NASCAR woman. It's just like, now you know, it's like, you know, I break up five seconds later, you're on the thing. I mean, they have the CO2 cartridges, but I think I'm just going to bring a hand pump because I don't even think I can fly with the CO2 cartridges. I mean, what I've seen online, you can't fly oh. with them. So I got to look more into that. But I think, you know, it's like I said, with the training, you know, little milestones like that have been kind of more exciting to me than the actual full training. How itself. do you feel about the Ironman being so close? Are you nervous? It's, I am getting a little nervous because of the winds out there. I you know I that's one reason why I try to do most of my bike rides by myself, because I don't want to get used to drafting off of anybody because I can't draft in the race and it's going to be windier there than here. So if I get spoiled drafting off of people, then that's just going to hurt me going over there. So do you wake up every morning psyched? I mean, like literally psyched, like I'm going to go do this today. Or do you wake up in the morning just thinking, oh, my God, I got to ride 100 miles today. Or how, it how, depends what is on the, the thought, day. What is your thought process on that? I mean, most days I'm eager to go because I do like training. Uh, but you I know, mean, you're jacked. I mean, people, the camera <laughs> just went off, but you, you got some muscles. I mean, I do pull ups every day. I do the pull-ups because I How feel like... How many can you do? I can do between like 10 to 15 nonstop, but I'll do like sets of them. So once a week... We should, you know what? We should have a pull-up contest, you and I. And then so for oh everyone, God, it's like, it. no, get, no, get, it's like, you could do it too. We'll get sponsors. And for every pull-up we do, we get a certain amount of money. I think I can make that happen. It was like, it would be it's like a fundraiser or push-ups. Oh, I'm better with pull-ups than push-ups. No, oh, okay. But no, I, I think we should do that. So listen, people, is like you're going to watch this. I'm going to set it up where we're going to do a competition. We're going to bring people out there. We're going to get sponsors for every chin-up that we do. And then the money is going to go to Jenny Enslin's. This is like an Iron Man fund helper get there and win for Volusia County. That's what we're going to do. I'm going to set this up. Okay. You, think I'm, you think I'm kidding? I'm going to go get a pull. I was like, yeah, we'll meet at a gym. Andrea Growski, you train too, so we're going to get you on this too. Well, I know you had Mary Boyd on here. I was not just going to bring her up. I was Mary, oh, we get so name. yeah, Mary Boyd. Oh my god, I'll make it happen. Because my her. son and daughter train there weekly. Mary, I love Mary. I used to She's hang awesome. out with my son, and I would do pull ups there. And her husband Rich is like, "Oh my goodness, you do so many pull ups." I'm like, that, "I would just do pull ups the whole time he was there. Just, but I would do them in sets." Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm going to make that happen. I'm going to call Mary as soon as we get off air. I'm going to call <laughs> Mary. We're going to set this up. We're going to do. I this. bet Mary will be up for it. She's M awesome. Mary is. Mary is so funny, and she. I mean. So I wish we would have filmed after we turned the camera off because we were cracking so many jokes and all the stuff they didn't say online. Yeah. Because it almost seems like the, I've got to stop saying like, it almost seems, we'll have to use the word like there. It almost seems like that, um, you know, it, yeah, some of the stuff that people don't want to say. And they kind of hold back. They hold back because, the camera you know, goes on. yeah, kind of, you know, they don't want to say the wrong thing versus I have like no filter, so I just say it and. You yeah. Know, so, I can, you're like, she's like, okay, I know I could say some stuff, but I'm really not going to say it right <laughs> no, now. No, I'm like Mary though. I guess it kind of depends on your position and me being a teacher. Yeah, I do, I do try to have that filter. Yeah, she has a filter. She doesn't curse, and she's like, you know, she. Some people need a filter. Yeah. And like you were saying, yeah, I noticed how you look. I noticed yeah. how you just looked at me. Some people need a filter. That's what I like about here. I don't have to have a filter, and nobody could fire me. You don't me. have a filter at all, I, though. No, I, yeah, I, I just say it. And, yeah. yeah. And but the thing is, you know, I don't say it to hurt somebody. So I just 
prefer just to say it and mm -hmm. you know think thankfully i'm in a position nobody could fire me nobody could you know take yeah. it out at me at work or something and you know so i could just say it and if you don't like it sorry you know mm -hmm. now there have been people i've met in public who's actually so this actually happened four or five days ago i was in home depot and somebody came up and they're like are you steve parker and i'm like yeah i was like uh they're like we hate you <sighs> they actually said this and it's like it's like the woman and her husband she's like we hate you and i'm like why she goes because you never approved my post and i'm oh like I, so i told her i said listen i probably get 800 of those things a day and she goes you can't get that many so i actually pulled up my phone and i was like there was 800 something i said listen i can't uh, every single post i normally i'll put decline all or accept all but also i'll go through so i go through them really fast i'm like you just opened up an account in 2023 delete you just opened up in one 2022 right. delete you opened up one in 2009 and you have three friends delete yeah you, know, you have three you know, friends, three, three friend, no, because it's a spam thing right you know or is like if you're in a different country is you know they have all this thing i'm like dude delete you know what and so and, you know, so I do delete. People don't think about yeah. you as a person either yeah, when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah, they just, they, they, you know, the the thing with having a page and is that people think just because they join the page, they have a right to be mean or an asshat or mm -hmm. whatever and disrespect people. And, you know, the reality is I've, I've posted many times. I'm like, you know, listen, you asked to join my page. I don't know who you are. It's like you asked to join my page. You found the page. You joined it. And then you're going to go on there and be an a-hole. I'm like, dude, I'm going to block you. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, so on those pages, you could report, uh, uh, you know, somebody. I've had people report my post. It was like, you know, I'm thinking. And so I put a post on there. And I'm like, dude, it's like, yeah, let me look at my post. I'm going to delete that comment. And I'm like, so I, I just start messing with the people. I'm like, you really think I'm going to delete my own post? I put it on here. It's like, so. People are stupid. But did you post it anonymous? No. Oh, oh my. Did you see, did you see oh, that? No. Did you see that? It's like yes. when I put that. I mean, you know, it's like, it's just, it's the anonymous thing is getting out of hand. Uh, people are like, hey, it was like, uh, what's a good restaurant? Anonymous. I'm like, dude, this question's already been asked. Let me delete it. Um, now, now I do believe in the anonymous posts if somebody's asking for, say, like a um, gynecologist. Yeah, anything it's medical. Medical, it's mm -hmm. like, or something yeah. like that. I have prostate cancer, it's like, and I have this thing. So I, I'm totally for that. Or something with their children, yeah, I, you know, like, trying to protect them. 100%. But hey, what's a good restaurant? Anonymous. Hey, I'm moving here in three weeks, and what's a good it's like place? I'm single guy. Anonymous. Blah. <laughs> I mean, it's no, I have those. I mean, there's so on on average, I get probably three thousand participation of requests a week. I mean, on average, mm -hmm. every single day, I cl clear it out in the morning, and then when I look at it, it's like there's already you know. Now I'm curious, is like how many? When well, I turn my phone off, but. Um, but every single day, there's so many, and I have to literally go through them. Now I have other moderators, so they'll actually approve some of the posts. But at, there's many times at night when I'm trying to fall asleep, I'm thinking, okay, let me look at what the page is. I'm like, why would they approve that? Delete this post. <laughs> wait, wait. It's like, wait, why? Gina or Jan, you approve this? No, delete this post. So I do overrule, and, you know, so it's a good position. But at the end of the day, I just try to make the page really positive and fun. And because I do put fun stuff on there. Mm -hmm. 
Well, yeah. I have to thank you for not like tagging everyone. I've been in a couple groups oh, recently, yeah. and they tag everybody. They put that uh, at everyone, everyone, and then you get fifty thousand. Oh, yes, I don't, I don't do that. Getting out of hand this past couple weeks, so I've had to leave some groups that are doing that yeah. all the time. You know, my there's certain there's certain things that are always going to be a no go for me, and on some of the on the sites because I own more than what's happening mm-hmm. in um, Port Orange. That's the one I most active on it. But there's, I mean, you. The no goes is I don't. We could disagree, like Maddie and I. We disagree on some issues, but I could still have a civil conversation. I'd right. never call Maddie out of her name. I have re- respect for her, so I don't mind if people have a different point of thing and argue it. I don't care. Argue it, whatever. But the moment you make it a personal attack yeah. and you're an idiot, you're an asshole, whatever, you're gone. I don't give a second chance. I just block you, and then I block you on every single platform that I own, right. which is quite often. And so I don't put up with that. And so I always tell people, listen, if you see something is like, I don't report it and I'll take a look at it. Um, you know, so I just, you know, I want it to be positive, but I do get tired of the same things over and over. And, you know, where's a good dog groomer? Well, that question has been asked 50 times. Look at the dog, put it in the search bar on the top, put in dog groomer. You'll see 50 of them. Or best pizza. Oh, best, oh, best pizza. Yeah. It's like, you know, <laughs> oh, my but, God. You know, some, of the, some of the ones, so I actually put a post on there. It's like, tell me, it's like some of the stupidest things are those. Oh, like, I saw that. Some, yes. And people put it on. I'm like, what's the weather in Florida? Is it hot? Is the ocean is like really full of sharks? Uh, what are some of the other ones? Um, why is the oh, helicopter oh, fly Why did the helicopter? Well, why does the helicopter fly over? I don't know. How, hey, <laughs> what is being yes. what is being built on the corner of such and such yes. and such and such? You know, you know, it's like, you know, why haven't like why is there a bird's nest on top of a light? Uh, because a bird built it up there. I mean, I mean, some of the questions I'm sitting there thinking, this is just ridiculous. They have nothing better to do. But but you questions. also have you know, but there are some people that they ask really intelligent questions. Um, there are like there really is. I, I I do like it when people say, "Hey, it's like what is a really good doctor?" You know. I, now I know you could look up Google, you could look up the reviews, but I don't mind so much when they say, you know, so for like a woman's issue, what's is like a really good doctor for this women's issue, whatever it is, and what has your been experience? Right now. If the people, because I actually read all those things too, because there's been times I posted stuff on there that I had a question over, so. But the part adding to that, to the part of that I don't like is when the people start saying negative, you know, it's like this doctor sucks and they, they go on for like oh. pages and pages of paragraphs. It's like mm-hmm. they did this, this is, well, that's a personal issue. It's like, you know, just, you know, I get to say I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. But so some of the, and then I get, so I get a lot of private messages. People are I get the ones that love me. I get the ones that hate me. And the ones that are thinking it's like, man, he's like, who do you think you are? God? He's like, you think you own all, you think you own Facebook? I'm like, no, I just happen to own Nook's page. <laughs> but, you know, I do support local businesses, but also have local businesses sending me a message. Why didn't you approve my post? Um, because if there's 50,000 hairdressers, I'm not going to prove this post until those ones get a little bit further down. Then I'll put your thing up there. So mm-hmm. people got to realize that, you know, I, I really do support, you know, things and, Things that are always going to be a yes is if there's a community event. And what I mean by that is like the city thing or somebody's throwing, not just somebody saying, hey, I'm having an event at my restaurant tonight. And uh, it's like, yeah, we're having a band and we're having an event. That's not an event. You're just having a band at your restaurant and you're calling an event. So I, I believe in, you know, helping all is like, you know, something that the whole family could go to kids and, you know, mom and dad and all that kind of stuff, because there really are some really great things for kids and stuff, too. What do you think of some of the great ones, Jenny? Oh, 
of the community events for the community events are the things for kids i think it's like going to the bounce houses is fun yeah for and the riverside has you know the river walk the new area has had a lot of cool events down there with the food trucks and yeah it's nice there yeah and the little splash pad down there i do like that's, yeah. <laughs> that's getting a lot of use right now well a lot of use is getting over daytona one across from the speedway because they have those same things those fountains yes. where the water mm-hmm. going up there and so, I love that area. Yeah. Speaking of Daytona One, I have to tell you a crazy uh, event I did out there. Um, running Elements. I don't know if you've ever been there. It's a shoe store. Shoe, you know, I know yeah. where it is. Huh? Well, Juan, the owner, was tur- turning 42. And he came up with this 2K route that went through Daytona One. And you had to run 21 laps to oh, do wow. a 42K, which is just around a marathon distance. But we did this about, I don't know, two months ago. So it was so hot. Like we started at eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. And so we were just literally running around through Daytona one in loops and you had to go over the two pedestrian bridges. So you had 42 bridge climbs. Oh, I'm going to tell you, wow. sorry about that. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, whenever I think of Daytona one, I think of that event, but it was actually, that was another good heat training event though. Oh, I believe so it. that those two bridges that you go over. Mm-hmm. So I actually came out to Florida as an iron worker. And it's like, so I built a lot of stuff. The The last project I worked on was Daytona Speedway, the expansion. And at that time, is like where all the Bass Pro, all those restaurants, it was just a dirt lot. Okay. And um, so they would not let us just literally park our trucks and cross the street. We actually had to take those loops every morning, <laughs> carrying all of our gears, like 6 o'clock in the morning, carrying all the gear. And then the bosses drive by in their golf carts. is like, yep. you know. But meanwhile, we're just, you know, parking then on Fentress. It's like hiking a half mile with 60 pounds and every day and if they caught you actually just crossing the street just straight over they'd actually fire you and it was like i kick you off that job which was kind of crazy but yeah i can appreciate that because those bridges are tough to get over yeah it's it's six imagine carrying 60 pounds and you're just thinking man this sucks i gotta carry i gotta carry these buckets and everything else um but daytona one is actually pretty cool i like the um blue flame restaurant up on top of the hotel So they actually take a cake um, and they pour moonshine on it and they light it on fire and it's a blue flame. So that's what they call it. So it's actually really good. Wait, you could have cake because you'll burn it off in like five minutes. (laughs) I mean. Raise that calorie count. (laughs) So do you, so wait, that's an interesting question because I want to wonder about that. So your body is, I mean, so for lack of a better word, your body is a machine. I mean, right. I'm, I'm talking specifically for you because you, I mean, with you, the training, yes. yeah, with the training and all that kind of stuff. So I could imagine is like when you eat those calories, your body is probably already burning those off, maybe. Or how does that work? I think when you develop the muscle, yeah, even at muscle rest, memory, yeah. the muscle, you know, will be burning the calories or the more muscle mass you have, the more calories you burn at rest. Yeah. So my, my heartbeat is, so it's always funny because my heartbeat is always low. Mm-hmm. So when I go to the doctor, you know, it's always in the 50s and right. early, you know, 60s. I was looking at my heart rate right yeah. now. It's like 48. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, so she, it's, it's funny. My doctor always asks me, she's like, do you work out? I'm like, no. She goes, you run or something? I'm like, she goes, how is your heartbeat so low? I'm like, I don't know. But she always finds it amazing that, you know, because she's like, how's your diet? I'm like, I eat like crap. You know, I was like, what kind of food? I'm like, fast food, me or like this. And, you know, I try to eat, you know, some healthy meals, meals once in a while, uh, once in a while. Um, <laughs> the way you said it. Yeah. But I mean, no, it's just, but my heart rate is always low. My cholesterol, actually, this last time is actually higher because normally my cholesterol is right, perfect and everything. So mine naturally runs high. So 
exercising helps to keep it lower. Well, you also had a heart in heart right. heart thing. Mm -hmm. So, have you had any complications? Is like from training? It was like with your heart. No, I went to my cardiologist and got an EKG, and I do a yearly follow up. And last year, I did the echocardiogram, and uh, so far, knock on wood, it seems to be working well. And um, my cardiologist cleared me for the training. That's awesome. And yeah. He's super excited. I think last year he was a little hesitant when I was doing the first one, but I guess maybe because I survived that one. Yeah. <laughs> but that brings up a good point. I mean, there's a lot of people who need to follow up on some of their medical things, and people really do need to get checked out more often. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you a lot know, of people don't even have like family doctors. Yeah, the or, thing is, yeah. you know, you know, high blood pressure is a silent killer. Um, you know, things like that is like high cholesterol is a silent killer. Uh, cardiovascular disease is a very real thing. And COVID and messed up a lot of people's hearts. People, they did. Mm -hmm. um, you know, people are still having, you know, I, I never took the shot. And, you know, I know a lot of people were forced to. I never did. I refused to take it. I got COVID. I survived. And, you know, so my doctor calls it long hauler. We were talking about early because mm -hmm. now I, I'm normally, I burn hot. I mean, I could right. be I could be in air conditioning, 69 degrees in the fan and watching TV. Next thing you know, I'm dripping sweat. So, you know, it just one of those side effects from things. And a lot of people are the same thing. Jan had... Um, her COVID was, experience was a lot different from mine because she has high risk. She has asthma and lupus, and so she had a lot of things. So she had hers was you know went on for pretty long. Mine was like a week, and I felt better. But you know, there's a lot of people who you know they're getting these symptoms and they don't understand why, and they just kind of pass it off as like, oh, I'm just old, or mm -hmm. you know, I'm just tired, or something. A lot of but, people pass their symptoms. Yeah, and off. people really need to you know get checked out and. You know, it's interesting that a lot more younger people are starting to get heart attacks who actually took the, you know, the vaccine. And, you know, there's a lot more athletes and a lot more people having medical issues earlier in life they never had. So what, is it the vaccine or is it not? I don't, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But, but it's somehow COVID-related. No. Whether if it was the virus itself, the vaccine, or the combination of the two, more younger people are having heart attacks. No. Athletes. I know here in Volusia County, they all of the um, students have to have an EKG before they're allowed to play any sports. I think that's pretty smart. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I know smart. there. I know there was a push. Uh, just you know, I think it was last year or something to get more defibrillators in high mm -hmm. schools, and you know, now in the junior high, it was like even the elementary. I I remember there were some big giant pushes, like uh, something to do with the legislator or something, in which I you know, which I agree with. They actually need to have you know teach students how to use these as well as teachers. And so I think that's kind of pretty important. But we are running out of time. So if you guys have any last minute things we want to talk about. Well, I'm just thankful you guys invited me back. I, I know we didn't really talk about anything except just jabber on. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at the time. I'm like over an hour and we just talked about really nothing, you know, mm -hmm. but. You know, that's the, the joy of this because I could talk about whatever and, you know, people listen or they don't. And luckily our viewership is going up. And but as always, is like every time when I start to end a show, I always say the same thing. Our food banks are record levels low right now. Um, some of them are kind of plush, but it's like there are so many people right now due to inflation, due to hardships, due to employment statuses or whatever, medical, whatever. Um, who may look fine, but you don't know what happens behind closed doors. They could be missing a meal. They could be missing like something for the kids. And um, so I always tell people, if you can donate like food to our local food banks, whether it's a can of food or a can of dog food or cat food or human food or whatever it is, please donate to our local um, food banks because the people right there, that directly impacts our locals 
community. The food doesn't go to like the directors. It, it literally will help your neighbors. So if you could donate to the local food banks, whether it's a couple dollars or food bank, please do so because, um, you know, one day you might need the, that same resource. And, um, yeah, so that's what I've got. What about you guys? Uh, something that I always say at the end of every podcast is always get involved with friends, family, you know, community. And we're going to put her on the spot. And Jenny, what's your last yep. words today for our community? Well, what I've been teaching and preaching to all my students recently is about the new national mental health number to call, 988. You know, a lot of people are aware of 911 for medical emergencies, but not enough people know about 988. I did not know 988. Yes, there's trained yeah. train professionals to help guide you to get the resources. I mean, obviously, if someone's in an you know, immediate need, call 911. But if they're just trying to get help and look for local resources, that's a great place to start. So 988, everybody, just kind of program that into your brain because I never knew that. So, um, yeah, nobody talks about yeah, it much. No, no, you know, mental health is a really a, a real thing. And, you know, it's in my opinion, it's just my opinion. I do see that it's getting worse. And, you know, just because the way society is going right now and a lot of people, you know, don't know where to turn to. And sometimes they direct that internally and mm -hmm. that's never a good thing. And sometimes people actually need to talk to somebody else, get it out of their head. So it's like. Remember that number 988 mm -hmm. for our mental health is like thing. So on that note, we're going to say goodbye. Thank you. Jenny is like for coming and thank you, Maddie for coming. And is like, uh, thank you for fixing the camera yeah. that went out, but it's okay. It was the audio that I fixed, not the camera. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> and guess what? The audio is working. <laughs> the audio is working. And so this might turn out to be, um, you know, an audio podcast, but everybody have a really great week and be safe and pay it forward. Have a great day. Bye guys. Bye.